Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will consider what the new year might bring investors, courtesy of a new analysis from JP Morgan. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. It's the last month of the year, and moreover, the last month of the decade. Asset management firms are blasting investment outlooks out of a fire hose. There's an art to this style of writing. They are supposed to sound frank and to display conviction. They say things like, we believe, to give force to their forecasts which perhaps shows that investment strategists have a sense of humor after all. But when you've seen a ton of these, as journalists typically have, the notion that they can't all be right certainly comes to mind. The possibility that they're all wrong also enters the mind, at least mine, when they all agree with each other. But some are better than others, and I found one released last week by J.P. Morgan Asset Management's UK division that I liked better than many others, and I shall tell you why. The report by the firm's strategists Karen Ward and Ambrose Crofton does share a number of elements that its peers do, and which we can safely ignore. Its first sentence is, the economic map for 2020 is far from clear. They can recycle that one every year, plugging in new numbers, and ditto for the second clause of the second sentence, which reads, overall global growth is likely to remain constrained by geopolitical uncertainty. That said, some of the analysis was more perceptive than usual, in particular the discussion about central banks and inflation. What I like about the discussion of central banks is that these analysts aren't kidding themselves, or us, with the notion that astute corporate management is the main reason for stock market gains. No, Ward and Crofton are completely clear in their identification of the elephant in the room. Here's a nice little snippet, I quote, while geopolitical risk has weighed on growth in corporate earnings, central bank activism has helped push risk asset prices higher. Indeed, the central banks have recast themselves from the investor's foe to the investor's friend. In past expansions, the central banks tended to be the recovery-slaying baddies, the players responsible for killing off economic exuberance, and in turn, expansions. But central banks are determined to do whatever it takes to keep the expansion going. End quote. That's nicely written, and I think very correct, to note that unlike in former times, when central banks were the ones who removed the punch bowl, today's monetary authorities have been pursuing aggressive, preemptive policies aimed at keeping investors happy, kind of like the waitresses in Vegas who bring complimentary alcoholic beverages to the casino's patrons. Now, the J.P. Morgan analysts adopt a defensive approach, which also appeals to me. But I simply note here that one could as easily assume the opposite, that with the Fed's injections of liquidity into the repo market and the ECB's open-ended commitment to bond buying, we're only partway through a historic bull market. If you're catching my drift, my point is that I don't really value market outlooks for their investment recommendations. Strategists don't manage money in any event, so such recommendations should be viewed with extra caution. Rather, I think the potential value in such outlooks is as an exercise in thinking to deepen your understanding of markets, and that is something I saw displayed in the J.P. Morgan analyst's discussion of inflation, from which I now quote, 
Many of the key geopolitical risks have been discussed, but there is one scenario not yet mentioned that could truly upset the apple cart in 2020, the return of inflation. While this isn't the most likely risk we face in 2020, it is worth considering because it would limit the ability of the central banks to continue to pursue aggressive, preemptive, supportive monetary policy. If you believe, as we do, that central bank activism has been the rising tide that has lifted all boats, then a return of inflation would be analogous to the tide going out. This would leave us in the worst of all worlds, one in which bonds and equities are falling in price. End quote. Now, if you read the analysis, you'll see clearly through their charts that the market's inflation expectations are trending downward. What's more, the analysts explicitly say that a return of inflation is not the most likely risk we face in the coming year. But I think they added genuine value in raising the issue because investors are pretty inured to the possibility. They suggest global infrastructure or real assets as a response. I prefer the latter to the former, but as I've said, I don't read these things for investment recommendations. But what I think Ward and Crofton have helped us do is not figure out what 2020 will bring us, so much as to alert us as to what the new year and decade might bring us. That is its value, and that is why I've argued in previous podcasts that we should be prepared for every potential outcome, including inflation, however unlikely it currently seems. Listeners can access the J.P. Morgan Outlook via the link on my Seeking Alpha page. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback you might have. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.